Welcome family to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. Please hit that thumbs up button and subscribe to, to our YouTube channel and share this video podcast with your friends, ladies and gentlemen. We ask that you do this because we want others to know that we're here. Help make this video go viral by posting this on your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and your Twitter page. This video podcast is available in three forms, audio, video, and as a written text in order for us to reach our audience. In order to follow along with my presentation, I strongly recommend everyone on my Facebook friends list to please exchange emails with me so that I can email you everything I do online. Also, I would like for my listeners to follow me on my Medium page. This is where I post my actual speech. I also provide my sources under show and prove. I recommend that you watch the video clips I provide to fully understand what's happening in America. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to help them earn extra revenue during COVID-19. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services all for free. I would like to personally invite everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups to our next Facebook Live event, the CAM virtual conference theme, quote, unifying the African-American community and the black immigrant community in America, starting in Chicago, unquote. Saturday, September 24th, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. American time, 3 p.m. Canadian time, 8 p.m. West African time, 9 p.m. South African time, 10 p.m. East African time, and 8 p.m. UK time. If you would like to be on the panel, just send me a message to my Facebook inbox for additional information. If you are unable to participate, then please share my Facebook live event with your friends and leave a public comment about the topic on my YouTube page and on my Facebook page. This will help get the ball rolling. I don't plan on doing this another 30 years. My film project is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. The reason why we are hosting these monthly virtual conferences is to encourage our listeners from around the globe to support our film project. The proceeds from the film will put me in a better position financially to hire qualified black middle class professionals, buy office equipment, and purchase property for our Christian business, the Cayo Chicago, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. Eventually, we will launch our African and Caribbean tour so that we can reconnect the diaspora with continental Africans from my African group 
Berkayam, Africa. We aim to set up chapters in 10 African nations so that we can host international trade among our people. This will be a win-win for our people who are trapped in American ghettos because we can sell our films, artwork, and music to our brothers and sisters on the continent. In contrast, I will bring the best of the diaspora with me during our African trips to meet African entrepreneurs who will sell their products like beauty supplies, art, artwork, food, etc. This will also help improve the African economy because black American as a collective have one trillion dollar spending power. I want to produce things like films and black businesses. I don't want to be online begging. For me, I want to exchange something in value. My thing is if I am going to ask for something, then I am going to have a product or service behind it. I need everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups to please donate to our film project because out of 1,596 people, only three people have on my uh, Facebook friends, friends list have donated to our film project. That's not cool and that's not fair. This is why it's taking me so long to get things done because the lack of support. The financial elites will not fund this type of film. I'm using GoFundMe as a crowdfunding source so that everyone knows exactly where the funds are going towards. Once we reach 200000 then we will work on doing the movie trailer. Our goal is to raise 500000 in order to make a quality black empowerment film based on my revised book, quote, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America, Second Edition. The title of the film is Hood Liberator Made in Chicago. The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. The sequel, African Liberator, Battle Against the Colonized Mindset will be made in South Africa. Without support from the black grassroots and the global African family, then I'm unable to make my film and do my job. The ball is in their hands. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First, watch my video podcast. This is called Side A. After I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines to Facebook Messenger. This is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time either by voice call, by clicking on the phone icon, or by video call, by clicking on the camera icon. Today's topic of discussion is as follows. Black beauty store victim of theft, checking a Nigerian professor for putting down black Americans, chasing the delusional American dream, and replacing our urban areas with illegal Latino immigrants. Our first topic, Black Beauty Store Victim of Death. I came across a YouTube video about a black a black beauty store owner who was brought to tears after having $300 worth of wigs stolen out of her store. I encourage my listeners to please go to my Medium page and click on the link. Scroll down to show and prove to watch the video. Being a black business owner is not easy in America because we're always being sabotaged by the financial elites. They deny us business loans and we have to go through a lot of red tape just to get the documentations in order. I'm still trying to build Rakaia Chicago in order to provide a service for black people in the African American community. 
it's good to talk about what our ancestors built in Africa and in the United States of America, but if we're not building anything in 2022 and beyond, then we are dishonoring our ancestors. When we do build something for the the African American community, then the community needs to protect it. If you are stealing from me, then I can't view you as somebody I need to care about. You become an open enemy, not only to me, but also to the African American community. I refuse to associate with anyone who is trying to harm local residents within our community. We need to protect black businesses in our communities. If we don't have businesses in in your community, then you don't have a community. As I mentioned in my revised book, we don't really have a community. We have neighborhoods. For example, in every major city in America, you will find a Chinatown. They have their own grocery stores, restaurants, professional services like doctors, lawyers, accountants, social workers, and bankers. A community is a place where you live. You have access to all of the resources you need. But, unfortunately, every other group is owning everything in our neighborhoods. We have to be keep telling black people to support black businesses. That should be a no-brainer. Black people are patronizing all these other groups' businesses, yet I have been doing my best to generate capital to jumpstart my nonprofit faith-based community advocacy business by selling my revised books, selling items on my virtual store, and yet 10 years later, I, I still don't have enough support to get my business up and running in Chicago. 30 years, black America in general have overlooked my vision and plan. This is why I, I am reaching out to our global African family. I don't want to die in America. I want to bring my vision and plan to the African continent. Before I couldn't run. I want Gurkham members worldwide to help me get this film project fully funded and made so that this will be our credibility. I had a twisted sister on my friends list who told me that I was a fake and a fraud. I asked her how so. My book is on Amazon for 10 years. Selling a book is not a scam. I have a legitimate virtual store selling items. Where is the scam? Because of her Willie Lynch mentality, I told her I am deleting her off my friends list and we will remain strangers for life. Anyone come to me with this foolishness will not be part of my business. I have a zero tolerance for ignorance. Over here, we are drama free. My revised book, my virtual store, my online groups, and this podcast is my credibility. Black America has rejected my vision and plan for 30 years. My message haven't changed. Black America has two choices, either embrace annihilation or embrace survival. My business will be membership-based once Gurkayo Chicago is up and running. Then we will reach out to local residents. We will hold mandatory orientation. We will screen everyone to weed out off-code Negroes, con artists, hardened criminals, urban terrorists, degenerates, and pedophiles. We will do criminal background checks and require everyone to submit their thumbprint. I don't operate like the next black man. I have my own style, and this is how I get down. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. 
Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our second topic. Checking a Nigerian professor for putting down black Americans. Professor Puju on and Anna um, from Carnegie Mellon University was made to apologize to black Americans for calling us Akatas. A while back I remember on Twitter a word Akata was trending because there was a professor by the name of Huju Anyani, a Nigerian woman who works, you know, at uh, Carnage Mellon University. It's located in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I was told Akata means a wild animal without a home. The word is worse than the N-word because we wouldn't be in the situation in America dealing day in and day out with these white supremacists if it wasn't for West African people selling our ancestors to the Europeans. The descendants who sold us into slavery are now coming over here. Most of them have the same sentiments against us. That's why Tariq Nasheed is hard on black immigrants. On, twi- on Twitter, there is a sister by the name of Ivy um, Yaddor. You can read the entire transcript I provide on my Medium page under Show and Prove. Ivy says, You don't see Akata as a derogatory term. The professor don't want to be inclusive, meaning we're all black people. In America, we, we've been saying we're all black and we need to work together and build together. But most Nigerians view black Americans as Akatas. There's the same ones who brought that tribalism, hatred, and xenophobia from Nigeria over here. When black Americans start forming our own ethnic groups in order to reclaim reparations that that is owed to descendants of American slaves, then all of a sudden these other groups start saying we're the, being divisive, divisive. According to the tweet, Nigerians do not want to be associated with black Americans because their people were heavily involved with the slave trade. They traded our ancestors for things like utensils, alcohol, and guns. To me, it seems like this professor has an issue with black Americans being the standard of blackness around the globe. How dare you come over here to the country we fought and built and you got a nerve to look down on us. That's not cool. Now, if you are a Nigerian, doing the right thing, standing up for black Americans and trying to unify with Gurkham, then you are my brothers and sisters. Most Nigerians try to encourage me to do my second film in Nigeria instead of South Africa. I explained to them that black Americans identify with South Africans because we experience 
well, they experience apartheid while we experience Jim Crow. They're both the same thing, just different names. Many black Americans have an issue with the history of West Africa. Those African governments are not trying to make things right. For example, in 2019, Ghana had the year of return. It turned out to be a big tourist event. Some of my friends who went to Ghana told me that people who got to, who, who went to El Mina Castle have to pay more because they're foreigners. To me, that's disrespectful. Also, why should we have to stay over there for 7 to 10 years before we can become citizens? We should be allowed to have at least permanent residency. We're treated no different than Europeans. I have an issue with that. A true year of return would be like, like this. Attention brothers and sisters from the diaspora. When, you're, when you travel over here during this time period, we're going, to, we're going to welcome you home and have our government representatives and immigration in place to process your documents to give you citizenship to our country. That would show us that you really want us back to our ancestral homeland. That professor has to go. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our third topic, chasing the delusional American dream. America loves to tell that immigrant success story. A lot of black immigrants don't really know what they are getting themselves into when they come over here. Our Condolence goes out to the family of the cab driver. Many immigrants come to America to make a better life for their families, especially black immigrants. A lot of our African brothers and sisters are working two and three jobs just to make ends meet. I found an article from CNN entitled, quote, Three People Arrested Over the Attempted Robbery and Assault That Killed New York City cab driver, unquote. I provide the video clip on my Medium page. Just click on the link and scroll down to show and prove. Let me tell you how things work here in America. What my African, Caribbean, and Brazilian family have to understand is most black Americans are degenerates. If you are in the public service industry, I would advise you to read up about state laws that State laws as it pertains to concealed carrier to protect yourself. I blame the parents of the perpetrators. The victim left behind four, four kids and a wife. According to the article, four people jumped this 52-year-old man and murdered him over cab fare. For black immigrants that plan to come to America, you need to talk with people that's already here and ask them about certain neighborhoods that they need to avoid. I am at the point now with the way things are going in America, we need to seek options outside of America. We can look at how we are programmed, which is a form of Willie Lynch, but at the end of the day, once you realize what's going on, you have a choice as an, as an individual. If you are 
black in America, you are going to face circumstances that are ten times harder than other Americans. You have to apply yourself and have, we have trade schools, colleges, and universities, universities to help you advance financially. It boils down to having the willpower and have having a good work ethic. America is not a cake a cakewalk. It takes a certain mentality to make it here. In Africa, many of those nations lack organized development and governmental structures, which is not working for the benefit of Africa. We can help with that once we unite. When Gurkayo Chicago is up and running, then we can launch our African tours. We will bring the best of the diaspora so that we can share our knowledge with our brothers and sisters who will receive us about how to stand up to these Western powers who's trying to dictate to Africa about how to do business. I found an article from CNN entitled, quote, Prosecutor to Dismiss Charges Against Atlanta Police Officers Involved in Fatal Shooting of Richard Brooks, unquote. I provide the video clip on my Medium page. Just click on the link and scroll down to show and prove. Anyone who has who have watched the video knew that these cops were going to get off the hook for murdering this brother. Protesters burned down businesses in Atlanta over a criminal. This guy had outstanding warrants. On the video, you see that he tried fighting with the police. He ended. He ends up taking the taser and point, points it at the police. It's very unfortunate, but sometimes we put things on ourselves. Rakai of Chicago would teach our black youth how to avoid situations like this, but as I stated before, I don't have another 30 years to wait on black America to embrace my vision and plan. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Our fourth topic, replacing our urban areas with illegal Latino immigrants. My end game and my legacy will not be in America, but in Africa, God's willing. What's going on in in the United States of America, the majority of urban areas are under attack and is being gentrified left and right. I discussed this in my revised book, but Black America chose not to read my story, so here we are now with the sad reality. Gentrified means a poor urban area change in character by wealthier people moving in, improving housing and attracting new businesses, displacing current residents in the process. Black Americans are being priced out, especially when it comes to obtaining the American dream. The average black American would not be able to live here. It's already coming with the rental situation. Things are not looking good for this generation. The financial elites will not get rid of your student loan debts. The feds will only provide 10000 toward your debt. You are responsible for the balance. What's the purpose of going to into hundreds or thousands in debt just to say you attended Spelman or Morehouse. I think that's, you know, 
That's an L. That's just my opinion. On this podcast, we want to give our listeners and members options where they may want to raise their families. America economically is an illusion. Americans mostly live on debt. We owe China trillions of dollars. Descendants of American slaves are suffering in America. We're constantly being disrespected and overlooked as a collective. The American criminal justice system is biased towards black Americans, which prevents a lot of black people from getting high-paying jobs, which hurts us economically. Black people have the mindset that we have to work for somebody. Many blacks have not grasped the understanding that I should create my own business without working for someone else. The reason why I want to start a business in Africa is because Africa will give me more opportunities and it has less business regulations. In America, this system was not built for us. America has mastered the art of illusion and brainwashing. We see our people being marginalized. What I notice about other groups coming over here like the Chinese and Jews, they have a system in place for their group without having to reinvent the wheel. This is what I wanted to do for our black immigrants, but I am having trouble getting our own people on board. In Grecaio, Chicago, we will teach our black youth the importance of financing, the importance of having a career, and the importance of being an entrepreneur. While black Americans continue to ignore my vision and plan, these career politicians are busing illegal Latino immigrants to New York City. I found an article from the New York Post entitled, quote, NYC could spend $3 million annually to house immigrants to hotels analysis, unquote. I provide the video clip on my Medium page. Just click on the link and scroll down to show and prove. According to the article, they have secured roughly 5,800 hotel rooms over the last month in response to the influx from the southern borders, which overwhelmed the already strained homeless shelter system. In contrast, every time black people show up and try to get something for our group, the government tells us they're broke, but non-citizens, when they show up, then the government showers them with all kinds of resources and services. They don't have to negotiate. They don't need a committee or or a study. They have access to billions of dollars. Let's say a black American in 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 a stranded in Mexico or Central America. Do you think their government will provide the, provide you with free room and board, free meals and medical aid? This is what I have been preaching to my group members for 30 years. I have always said the only reason these other groups can leap ahead of us is because they are being financially supported. This is not by accident. This is done by design, or you can call it social, socially engineered. There's a lot of people in New York City that is, home, that is homeless, specifically black people, but they don't get this special treatment as these other groups. All of these resources from our 
black tax dollars are going towards funding non-citizens. Here, hear me loud and clear, black voters. Remember this during the election. The New York City politicians is saying we want to prioritize illegal Latino immigrants, but we want all Americans to subsidize this $300 million. While the city is fighting over the budget for public education, these career politicians are saying we need house, housekeepers, floor cleaners, and since the Negroes ain't doing the job anymore, let's just pass the cost on to the American taxpayers so we can continue to have domestic servants. We're not hearing anything from our so-called black politicians. I found an article in Complex entitled Fulton County District Attorney Speaks on Young Thug, Ghana, and YSL Gang Indictment, says many. Um, looking at life, um, unquote, notice that they are not indicting the Proud Boys or all of these corrupt white supremacist road cops in law enforcement. Where's the RICO charges for them? When the financial elite is doing, is doing, is making New York City too expensive for black people to live in, while on the other hand, they are allowing our replacements illegal Latino immigrants while subsidizing them. Black voters could do something about this if we would stop being off code and stop voting for these Democrats. They are putting their constituents and other groups over us. Um, Dr. Henry Clark said, we never had a centralized leadership for black people. Dr. Clark Anderson said, we need to get our economic house in order. Asians and Jews don't have a large voting population. Instead, they have a strong economic base, which is their community. Black people in America are becoming so becoming an obsolete labor class. I wrote in my revised book that the financial elites are creating policies in favor of other groups. They created Willie Lynch and it has served its purpose. 400,000 abortion a year on black babies, yet there is there is a huge influx of illegal Latino immigrants that are being buffering them and other groups to neutralize the black vote. These real estate developers are spending millions of dollars to gentrify large black areas while allowing non-citizens to move in those areas. Bottom line, black America, if you want to survive, then purchase my revised book and read my story. I predict 2050, the Hispanic population will increase to about 15%, the Asian population will increase to about 7%, and the black population will increase to about 5%. The only way black people are going to survive in America is by unifying with the black immigrant community and building wealth through Grecaio Chicago, our international business. These politicians are letting you know where their priority is. This is what's happening when black people are off code. It's time to vote them. It's, when it's time to vote, then don't do nothing for them. 
the lines have been drawn. Black people aren't being displaced fast enough, so Texas Governor Greg Abbott has decided to bus illegal Latino immigrants to New, to New York City. I found an article from CNN entitled, quote, 140 migrants welcomed in NYC from Texas in largest single-day arrival Sunday, officials say, unquote. The rent is not just high, it's out of control from the New York Post, an article, quote, average Manhattan rent breaks five five thousand for the first time in history unquote black people in new york and california are done we have the we don't have the numbers to compete against all these other groups black people have been supporting these democrats and their policies which don't benefit our group instead of embracing b black economic empowerment black americans embrace becoming Americanized. Instead of having a unified black agenda, the agenda has become individualism. Black Americans are being systematically priced out of our neighborhoods. Families, we must have unity among black people. This is the time we also have to support this film project so that together we can build Grakaia Chicago. America has always had a policy to target black people. For example, the Mann Act, the Fugitive Slave Act, the War on Poverty, the War on Drugs, and the Asset Forfeit um, Asset Forfeiture. When the financial elites talk about finding workers, they're talking about having access to a labor class. They already own the property. All they have to do is gather a bunch of people. Their mobility is limited. They will have to work but own nothing. Through Gakai Chicago, we will teach black people to get off the idea of wages and instead focus on the concept of ownership. The immigrants are allowed are allowed over here. They are a non-threatening social economic class. Please leave a public comment on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Um, family, again, um, I can do videos after videos after videos after videos. Bottom line, support my film project, please. So that way, we can move this organization from behind the computer. You can support our film project in four ways. Purchase my revised book on Amazon. Or you can um, buy items from my virtual store. Or you can um, donate through our um, PayPal page. And finally, you can just donate directly through our GoFundMe page. And you can find all that information on my YouTube um, page. So that's how you can find all that stuff on there. Thank you all for listening. Again, I appreciate it if you would leave comments. I would appreciate it if you would come on the show to speak with me. Because um, this is where I'm at right now. I mean, I want to do more. 
But again, I don't have the uh, the capital nor the manpower. So all I'm this is how come I uh, do these. Um, I try to do these weekly um, podcasts. I try to look at what's going on, you know, relevant news, you know, what's going on in the news and apply it to, you know, the black situation. And uh, just to let people know that this stuff is real. This is what's actually going on. It's going to hurt a whole lot of black people. And unfortunately, it's going to be a lot of, it's going to get even worse for black America. But again, um, my creator has called me to get this organization started in America first, so I'm doing my best to be obedient. And this is my proof, you know. This is why I do my show. I'm trying to reach people, smart people, brave people, real black people that want to um, solve black issues, African people that want to solve African issues. That's all I'm trying to do. Over here, again, we, you know, we don't be playing around in terms of uh, shucking and jiving. Because help stop the genocide in American ghettos, you can't, we can't sugarcoat that, okay? Alright, with that being said, I'm going to open up the phone lines. And uh, if I hear, I'm going to wait around for about 15 minutes. If I don't hear from anyone, uh, we're going to conclude the show for today.